Welcome to Think Smart, Feel Smart, Live Smart. I'm V. Vincy, Registered Counselor, Relationship and Family Therapist and Founder of Headquarters Counselling Services. This podcast aims to break down the overwhelm of life and equip you with a toolbox of knowledge, tips and tricks to help you live your best life. This raw, real and unproduced podcast uses audio taken from my weekly live broadcast in the HQCS Community Facebook group. You can find a link to the community in the episode notes. It's free to join. Now let's get started. Good evening. Hello. Welcome back to our wonderful community. A big shout out to our new members as always and a shout out to the main crew. For those of you who do not know me, I am V Vincy. I am a registered counsellor, relationship and family therapist and founder of Headquarters Counselling Service. Do you know what? There was a photo posted today that is a business photo and it was a beautiful photo that was done and I didn't even know it was going out. We've had it in the works for a little bit and so many people have commented and I'm feeling all weird about it, but thank you. The the comments are lovely. Um, Now, I help people pinpoint confusion and chaos so that they can achieve the clear, calm and confident life that they want. I am a passionate advocate for delivering good quality mental health. And I mean good quality mental health well-being. And that is a very big distinction because when you have good mental health well-being, you can avoid mental health problems. So I encourage and empower people for personal growth and progress. And I want to inspire you to live fully and authentically. So the community is all about learning and connecting in a way that is far less formal than traditional counselling, but certainly underpinned by the principles that I work with in my practice every day. You will find every episode is available in the resources section and also on iTunes under Think think Smart, Feel Smart, Live Smart. So go ahead, download it. You can skip the vid if you need and um, subscribe and leave me a review because you know what? Apparently it lifts my ratings and you know who knew I would need ratings nowadays. Anyway, one of the important things for you to know is that this group and the information in it that I give you is always solidly backed up by science so that you are not simply getting my opinion. And this is important because there is a lot of crap online. Secondly, the psychology behind what's happening helps you understand yourself more so that you do something different to get a different outcome. Right, the beginning of the month, February, we started looking at what happens when the wheels start to fall off planning. Uh, that we may have introduced in January. So we have mostly looked at overwhelm, one of the biggest contributors to stress. And then I introduced you to one of its side effects, poor little old me. And poor little old me is a layman's term for victim mentality, where we filter our entire existence through an often distrustful and narrow mental lens that is used to perceive both other people and our reality, and it can keep us stuck. Now, I am all about getting unstuck. Stuck is the essence of disempowered. We cannot move forward, we cannot move backwards, and we end up sitting in the pile of shit we got lumped with or created ourselves. So this week, it's about becoming unstuck. Another layman's term for this is Put your big girl pants or your big boy pants on or 
we're going to be correct now, put their pants on, and in formal descriptions is known as responsibility. Ouch. Now, I touched on this last week when I mentioned the riverbed technique. Now, this is a technique that I use with a lot of my clients. If you've ever worked with me personally, you're going to know it. It primarily looks at empowered and disempowered positions. All right, and I probably said this last week, but disempowered people, they very rarely come to see, oh no, empowered people very rarely come to see me because they don't like to pay me to tell me how good they're doing. So it's generally disempowered people that come to see me. And the first area we often look at is their situation. Because situations can identify if someone is a victim of circumstance or whether their situation has triggered a victim mentality. And sometimes situation can trigger both. And in this case, it's vital that both areas are acknowledged. A victim needs to be supported, but we must be careful not to support and feed the mentality. Get it? Now, we often hear we have to take 100% responsibility for our life. So what's the big deal with responsibility? Well, the big deal is, is that it moves you from victim to victor in your life. Taking responsibility puts you at choice, and that allows you to choose how to respond to life's challenges. You move into the driver's seat of your life's journey. One of the most important things about taking responsibility is that it changes your energy. And by doing this, we begin to look at what we want rather than don't want. And this triggers the choice point model, which I introduced in our third live this season and is in fact my most favorite tool ever. Now I hold the belief that our thoughts, feelings, words and actions are energy and the law of attraction brings us more of what we think and feel. It merely matches the energy of your thoughts and feelings with your experiences and that will give you the same energy. That does not mean that you will always be handed the golden egg. And quite honestly, when we have been handed the golden egg, no one comes to tell me that anyway. We just enjoy the experience and keep moving. Happy days. The problem is when you are handed the shit egg, you know, the really sticky, gross ones. That's the energy I'm talking about. And it really is a skill to be able to feel the feelings of the situation and then shift them. And by now, should all know that what I love about a skill, it can be learned. When you broadcast thoughts that result in you feeling good, the law of attraction responds by bringing you the experience that will confirm the feeling. So it pays to take responsibility of your life, right? Yes, but it's not always easy. So what does it look like? In the riverbed model, I use the empowered position um, no, in the, in the model that I use, the empowered position has three behaviours attached to it. Ownership, accountability and responsibility. Now, often the first is the hardest for people to understand. Ownership. This is because people mistake ownership for fault. Ownership in this model does not mean that you are at fault. Fault is a legal word that has become commonplace in our society. It's used to determine the degree of negligence in a situation. Often this is for payout purposes and allows the insurance company or whoever is paying out to apportion part of the responsibility 
so it reduces their payout. This does not mean they are not responsible, but the law looks at things very rarely being 100% responsibility one way. There is a little saying I have for this that can help people understand. If you feel the effect, then you are often part of the cause. Taking responsibility puts you at cause and not effect, it, meaning that you accept that life's situation, they happen. Sometimes it's no one's fault, but you are now in it. In that situation, ownership is simply that, you are in the situation. The simple acknowledgement of this can allow you to stop reacting and look at the experience and then act differently in it. The biggest obstacle to people accepting ownership, even when they stop blaming, is the question, why? Why is both a help and a hindrance? Asking why when we want to change something can be helpful. Asking why when we cannot change the situation is a hindrance. It keeps us stuck in a loop of blame, excuses and denial. It's like rowing a boat with one oar. You are going to go around and around and around. There needs to be a circuit breaker. So instead of why, if we begin asking ourselves what, then we get a bit of a circuit breaker. So all of a sudden we are owning the situation simply existing and we're in it. Not any fault or blame, simply I am here, what now? So I want to do an exercise with you that looks at how this appears in everyday life and give you a set of what questions to help you if you get stuck. So let's go. Number one, take responsibility for your thoughts, feelings, words and actions. To take responsibility for your life is to take responsibility for your powers of thinking, feeling, speaking, acting, because this is the structure of all human experience. You create your life with your thoughts, feelings, words and actions. You take responsibility when you accept that the thoughts you have are your thoughts coming from your mind. How you feel happens in your body and it's a result of your thoughts. The words you speak come from your mouth and voice. The actions you take are taken by you. So what this means is that nobody can make you think, feel, say, or do anything. Now, I often say to my clients who come in and say to me, he made me feel this, and I go, well, where is he? Because I need to go kill him right now because he has the magic powers. And if he had those magic powers, I would steal them and be charging a hell of a lot more. Nobody has the power to make you feel think, say, or do anything. Can they contribute? Yes, but at the end of the day, you hold the cord. People can push your buttons, but they really have no idea what buttons they are pushing because you are the button maker. In the same way you don't have control over how other people respond as they respond from their mindset. So the question, if this is happening for me, not to me, then what am I meant to see in this situation? All right, remember I'm looking for circuit breakers. This is what you can do to stop asking why and say, what, why, what, what am I here for? What am I going to learn? Okay, number two, stop blaming. Stop blaming your partner, your parents, the economy, 
your upbringing, the dog, Donald Trump. Blaming keeps you in victim mode and robs you of changing your situation. When you stop blaming and accept responsibility for where you are, you shift from victim to victor. Now, you can look at the situation then and decide what you want to do about it. So the question, what is my role in this? Number three, stop complaining. Complaining is another form of blaming and playing the victim as if you have no choice. It also shows that you focus on lack. This is scarcity mindset. And a little heads up, we will be talking about mindset next week. It was something that I mentioned earlier in the year and a lot of people wanted me to keep going on it. So we're sticking it in next week. Part of complaining is that you start to believe things going wrong things happening to you, but in everything not going according to plan, there is a gift, there is a bigger picture. I have My clients would have heard me say, there is a gift in the shit. The question then, what is the gift? What can I learn from this? Number four, I'm losing, I'm using, um, running out of fingers, so we're just going with numbers now. Number four, refuse to take anything personally. This is a biggie. Assuming that everything is about you, taking any form of disagreement as a personal attack, remember you don't have control over how other people respond. You only have control over how you respond. They cannot do anything to you unless it is physical. Is a physical attack? Yes, they've hit you. Okay, there's a result. But a lot of the stuff that we take personally is implied. It's got nothing to do with perhaps what the person has said. It might be how we've interpreted it. Refusing to take anything per, um, personal is probably the biggest thing that you can do for yourself to take a step back. It is most probably not about you, but about the issue at hand. Instead of making assumptions, rather ask questions. This is a very powerful and liberating practice with never-ending surprises. The question, ask yourself, is this about me or is it about the issue at hand? Now, if one of my team members is listening tonight, or she's going to hear this probably tomorrow when she pulls the audio out, can you, I, I don't know, I want you guys to go and have a look in the resources section whether I've ever posted anything on the five agreements. If I have, go in and have a look. There is a set of rules and one of them is, take, is talking about not taking anything personally. If I have not posted that in the resources section, anybody can flick me a little message and say, nope, you didn't do it and I will organise to have it up because I think the five agreements is an awesome tool for responsibility taking. So if I haven't posted it, let me know. Now, number five, make yourself happy. Taking responsibility for your happiness is liberating. First thing to realise, happiness does not come from outside of you. It is not the job of your partner, parent, friend or child to make you happy. And in fact, if no one can make you unhappy, then no one can make you happy. Only you can. 
I might have said this before, if my husband's job was to make me happy, he would have to give up his full-time job. It's a very big job. It's my responsibility, not his. To be happy is a decision. And the gateway to happiness is gratitude. Keep a gratitude journal or simply write something every day to remind yourself of what you have got to be grateful for. Make it simple. Sometimes I'm just grateful that nobody lost their shit before eight o'clock. I'm happy with that. But it's something that I practice now. I remember, I think, God, thank God we got out that door with nobody losing it. That's all you have to do because you start to make it a habit, okay? So ask yourself, what about this could make me happy? That's your circuit breaker question. Number six, live in the present moment. Life is now. There is only one moment, it's now. I'm sure a lot of you have heard the old saying, the past is history, the future is a mystery, the present is a gift. So there is only now, this moment. Take responsibility for this moment and make the best of it to redeem the past and create the future you want. Be the gatekeeper of your thoughts and refuse to have a rerun of the same 60 million thoughts of yesterday if they do not get you what you want in your life. I really love that statement. Be the gatekeeper of your thoughts. So the question for the circuit breaker, am I in the present moment and what do I want? Number seven, use the power of intention. You have the power to choose. In fact, you are making choices all the time. Tea or coffee, red dress or black dress, hair up or down, yoga, go for a run. Even by not making a choice, you are making a choice. You are choosing not to make a choice. Becoming intentional in making choices by having a vision in mind is really, really powerful. So a vision for your life, your business, your relationship, your wealth, health, etc. This is why I've been so focused on choice point. Where are you heading? Live intentionally by deliberately making choices to move you forward toward your vision or outcomes is consciously taking responsibility for your life. So your circuit breaker question, is saying yes to this moving me towards my goal? Number eight. Feel calm and confident. When you take responsibility for your life and experience, you step into a place of calm confidence. You feel calm because you know that you are consciously in charge of yourself and that you can choose how to respond. You feel confident that you will not fall into victim mode by sucking up other people's verbal vomit. They can keep those gifts. Ask yourself, what do I choose to accept from this conversation and how do I choose to respond? Number nine, look for the good in people. There's a saying that we judge ourselves by our intentions and we judge others by their behavior. Make it your new habit to look for the intentions behind people's behavior. So often when we understand where something comes from or someone comes from, we let go of judgment. If I did not practice that in my um, office, oh my God, I would not be able to see anybody because when people come into me, they're in distress and often distress carries uh, a coping system that's not great and it's hurting them or others or people in their life. And, you know, just to make this really simple, a lot of people, there's a lot of functioning drug addicts, we call them, 
because they might be totally addicted, but their life continues and sometimes people don't even notice. Now, if they come in, I can't just brush them with the judgment, oh, druggy, too late, not going to deal with him. I've got to push the drug bit aside. I've got to push the drugs aside and go, why would he do that? Or why would she do that? I've got to look at the intention. And often the intention behind drug use is to stop pain. Initially, then it becomes the addiction. All right? So one excellent practice is to remove the labels we hang on to. We put them on like little bibs around people's necks. And that sometimes gives how we get permission to treat them in the worst possible way. Often this applies to people closest to us. So the best practice is to start listening to hear and understand instead of listening to respond. Repeat, I'm going to repeat that one for you. Listen to understand instead of listening to respond. This means that to practice asking questions to really understand what the other person means instead of waiting for the chance to interrupt and voice your opinion. This allows you to take responsibility to intentionally have conversations and your relationships will benefit simply because the person you are talking to will appreciate your attention, like you and trust you. And guess what? They'll support you in return. So ask yourself, if I see him, her, them as a human being, how will I respond differently? The most important aspect of taking responsibility for your life is to acknowledge that your life is your responsibility. No one can live your life for you. You are in charge. If I could change the way you lived your life, I would have the special magic powers and I would charge you a hell of a lot more for it. But I can't. You are in charge. No matter how hard you try to blame others, for events of your life, each event is the result of choices you made and are making. Now, next week, I'm going to go into the mindset space. This is a really cool space and one that I think you're going to love. Now, you know the deal with questions. I want to give you a heads up because the Facebook gremlins are pissing me off now. So I'm going to try a new streaming method. It will still come through Facebook as usual. It's not going to be any different for you in terms of how you get onto these lives. But what you might find is that it's going to look slightly different once you get into Facebook. And it also may ask you to register with them so that I can see your names and comments. You don't need to do that. But what will happen is it will just come up saying anonymous has joined. So I won't know who's joined. You can still ask me questions but I won't know who's asked the question. I would prefer you register so that I know who's there, but it's going to be up to you. It'll probably happen in the next couple of weeks. The streaming um, place I'm going to use is called StreamYard. So if there comes up something to make a comment from StreamYard, it's me. So if it looks different, that's what it is. Um, and if it asks you to register, Try it out because then I can get rid of the whole delay thing and it's instant. Woohoo! One more thing before I leave you. If you have registered for the Bust Your Blind Spot workshop, get ready. Details will be sent to you very shortly before the big release. If you want to get on the list, the link is pinned at the top of the community page. So you can jump in there and register and then we will send you an email separately to the launch date. I can't wait to share it with you guys. 
So, no questions? Hit me up whenever you want. I will see you next week. Thanks, guys.